This is KMTT and the weekly Pashat HaShavuah In this week's Parsha, we introduce the mitzvos of Leil HaSeder. Regarding Leil HaSeder, Ram Gamliel commented, Kol mi shalo amra gimel dvarim elu bepesach, lo Anybody who did not mention these three things on Pesach did not fulfill his requirement. Pesach, Matzah, Umarar. Right? Pesach, the Korban Pesach, Matzah, eating the unleavened bread, and Marar, the bitter herbs. It's all included in the Pasuk in our Parsha. You should eat the Basar, the Korban Pesach, on this night. It should be roasted. And you eat it with matzot al marim together with bitter herbs. That's how you eat the carbon pesach. So we have the pesach matzah umarar. And Gamliel continues, pesach zu shanu ochlim al shuma. Why do we eat the carbon pesach? And then he quotes the pasuk because Hakadosh Baruch Hu is pasach al batei avotein l'mitzrayim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu passed over or hovered over the houses of the Jews when they were in Egypt. And therefore, he saved, and thereby he saved them at the point of Makas Pacharos. Matzah, Shohistik Pitsekam Lahachmitz, because we didn't have the opportunity to allow our bread to rise. We were rushed out of Mitzrayim at the, at the time of the Geula, at the time of the redemption. And Maror is reminiscent of the bitter herbs. Of, the bitter herbs are reminiscent of the bitterness that the Egyptians inflicted upon the Jewish people. Vayimaru at Chayahim. And the Egyptians made our lives miserable, made our lives bitter. And therefore we eat bitter herbs. These three things are reminiscent of what we went through in Egypt. Two of them are reminiscent of the redemption, the Koran Pesach and the Matzah, while one of them, the Maror, is reminiscent of the Shibud, of the slavery and the inflection. The affliction. So the question is, why are two different symbols needed uh, regarding the redemption. Why isn't the Korban Pesach enough? Why isn't the Matzah enough? Why do you need both Matzah as well as the Korban Pesach? Um, I think the answer to this question uh, can be found in the Gemara in Brachos, Daftalun Beis. The Gemara in Brachos is discussing the idea of being Somech Ka'ula Latfila. That when we, that when we daven, we have to have the Geula, the Bracha of Ga'al Yisrael, the final Bracha of the Berchot Kriyachma, be adjacent and immediately precede the Shmona Esrei. Geula Ga'al Yisrael, and then immediately Shmona Esrei. The Gemara on Daftes talks about Smichas Geula Latfila, having the Geula come immediately before the Tfila, regarding Shacharis. The Gemara on Daftalim and Beis discusses whether or not that din is also applicable regarding Tfilas Arvis, the Tfil that we daven at night. According to Rabbi Shubin Levi, there is no smichas geula letfila at night. While according to Rabbi Yochanan, even at night one has to be so much geula letfila. The Gemara has a number of different explanations regarding this machlokas, this difference of opinion between Rabbi Shubin Levi and Rabbi Yochanan. The one that's right now relevant for us is that the Gemara says that according to Rabbi Yochanan, even though the Geula took place in the morning, the Geula Ma'ayisa, the main Geula, the redemption took place in the morning, 
Nevertheless, there was a certain Geula at night as well. And therefore, even at night, which is reminiscent of the Geula that we had in Egypt, at night we have to be some Geula Litfila, because there was some aspect of Geula at night as well. Although the major Geula was in the morning. Rabbi Shulman Levi says, since the Geula Ma'aliyasa, since the major Geula, the major redemption, was not until the morning, therefore only in the morning do we have to be Samech Geula Litfila. In other words, it sounds like both Rabbi Shulman Levi and Rabbi Yochanan agree that as far as Mitzrayim is concerned, the, the, the primary Geula took place in the morning, but there was some secondary aspect of the Geula that took place at night as well. Um, this distinction between night and day uh, expresses itself regarding another Machlokas. But here, the the roles seem to shift. There's a Machlokas of Lezim Azariah and Rabbi Akiva. Till when can we eat the Korban Pesach? According to Rabbi Lezim Azariah, based on Torah law, we have to stop, we have to eat the Korban Pesach up until Chatzos, until midnight. After midnight, we can no longer eat the Korban Pesach. It's not exerim Rabbanan, it's based on Torah law. And the drasha that Rav Lezim and Uzziah brings in order to uh, show his point is that it says, You eat the basar of the Korban Pesach on this night, the term is Laila Hazeh, this night. And it says in our parsha, And I will pass through Mitzrayim on this night. At what point did HaKadosh Baruch Hu pass through Mitzrayim? At the point of Chatzos. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu went through and he killed the Bechorei Mitzrayim and he saved the Bechorei Yisrael. At that point HaKadosh Baruch Hu passed through Mitzrayim. And therefore Ba'achlus Habasa Balayla Hazeh is at the same time as Vavati Be'ez Mitzrayim Balayla Hazeh it's a specific point in night it's at Chatzos. Until Chatzos, you can eat from the Korban Pesach. Following Chatzos, you can no longer eat from the Korban Pesach. That's the Shita of Rabbi Lezim Razariah. Rabbi Akiva says that the Pasuk says regarding the Korban Pesach, V'achaltol tobichi pazon. When you eat the Korban Pesach, it's, uh, you have to eat it pechi pazon. You have to eat it quickly. And therefore, since it's quickly, it indicates that it's ad shap pazon, that you can eat it up until the point of chi pazon. Chipazon means the when, when we were rushed. At what point were we rushed? We were rushed in the morning. Until the night, all through the night, we were in our houses, we weren't allowed to leave our houses. Let's say, say, Ishmi Pesach Beso Adboker. We, the Bnei Israel put the down, put the blood on the mashkof and on the mezuzos, on the doorposts, and they stayed in their house the entire night. They weren't allowed to leave their house until the morning. Only in the morning, what they rushed out, only in the morning did they say Vayofu etabatzeik, and they didn't have time to allow it to rise, and they left with matzah. In other words, in this case, we're all of a sudden we're seeing a flip side. The Kodesh of the main aspect of Yitzhak and Tzrayim is Chatzos. That's the point in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu passed through all of Egypt. That was the point in which the, in which the firstborn of the Egyptians were killed. And that's the focal point of the Leil HaSeder. Not the morning. Well, according to Rabbi Akiva, it extends to the morning as well. 
But he doesn't seem to deny that there's a major focus at Chatzos. But since it says, you should eat it in, in, in a rush, therefore it must relate to the point of being rushed, which is in the morning. So in the Gemara in Brachos, we see that the main gu'ul that takes place in the morning, well, according to, well, well, some secondary aspect of the gu'ula took place at night as well. In the Gemara, that relates to the, I think it's in Zvachim, Dachman Zayinu and Beis, that discusses the Machokas between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Lazaria. There, the main aspect of Leila Seder seems to be at Chatzos. Well, according to Rabbi Akiva, even though the main aspect is at Chatzos, at that point, Ba'avati, Ba'etz Mitzrayim, Ba'layla Hazeh, that was Vahiba Chatzos, Vahiba Chatzia Layla. Nevertheless, we can eat the Karim Pesach all the way up to the morning, at least according to Torah law. It seems that what we're dealing with is two different aspects of Lela Seder. One aspect is what is symbolized by the Karim Pesach. That's the Makas Bachoros. That's us being saved. That's the point in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Pasach Abate Avosein B'Mitzrayim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu passed or hovered over our houses. The Loi Tenes and did not let the destroyers kill us. That's symbolic. That, that's what Matzah in Pesach is symbolic of. While Matzah is the unleavened bread that was baked in the morning when they were rushed to leave. So the Matzah is is reminiscent of the Geula of the morning, while the Karim Pesach is reminiscent of what happened that night. The question is exactly what what are these two different focal points of Lela Seder? What is it that went on at night? Why is that such a critical period? And what happened in the morning? Why is that a critical period? So the morning is, is simple. The morning is the point in which Amisal became a free people. The morning is the point in which they were able to begin to leave Egypt. The Pasuk says, Vayihi be'etzem hayom hazeh, hotziya shem et p'nei yisrael me'erz m'srayim, al-tzivotam. Be'etzem hayom hazeh. It was only in the morning that, were, that, that they were able to leave Egypt. It was only in the morning that they began to leave Egypt. The Geula, in other words, the redemption, the freedom, the people going from Abbas to Chavis, that takes place in the morning. And in the morning, they were rushed out. In the morning, they had no time. The second that the Geula came, you know, they waited for it for 210 years, for 400 years. The second that the time the Geula came, they couldn't wait even one second. They had to rush out. They couldn't wait. The time of the Geula had arrived, morning came, morning broke, whatever dough they had, they quickly didn't let it rise, they quickly baked it, they baked it on the way, they had matzahs, and they went on their way. That was the morning. The morning is the Geula, the morning is the Yitzhiya Mi'abdus L'cheros, the morning is the point in which Ami became a free people. That's what the Gemara in Brachos, Daftal and Beis, is talking about when it discusses the Geula Ma'al the primary Geula, the primary redemption, the going from Abdus L'cheris, from slavery to freedom, the ability to leave Mitzrayim, all that occurred in the morning. At night, they were still slaves, 
At night, they couldn't leave. At night, they were stuck in their houses. So what is it that happened that night? And why is the night so critical? So at night, Night was a point of Makas Bechoros. The Makas Bechoros, as we mentioned, it says, The Drasha in Haggadah is, Vavati, Ani Vlo Malach, Ani Vlo Saraf, Ani Hu Vlo Acher. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bechlod Vaatzno is in Mitzrayim. The Shechina is in Mitzrayim itself. Ani Vlo Malach. As a matter of fact, I mentioned a few times, Asher Pasach, the standard translation is passed over. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he was the one that was killing the the the, the Bechari Mitzrayim, the firstborn of the, Egypt, of the Egyptians. And he saw the blood on the houses of the Jews, and therefore he passed over the houses of the Jews, he spared them, and he went on to kill the next Mitzri, the next Egyptian. I once heard from Rabbi Yaakov Meidan a different explanation of Pasach, like the Pasach says, how, how, how much longer will you be Poseach al will you be having basically straddling the fence, not deciding what direction you're going to go? We say, you know, the, the, this Pasuk is found by Eliyahu, by Hara Carmel. When the people, you know, were worshipping the Baal, were worshipping God, they couldn't decide. So Eliyahu said, let's go to Hara Carmel and let's figure out who, who, who is the real God. Is it Baal or is it us? And then you had the, you know, the famous Nase at Hara Carmel and all of Amisel accepted Hashem Hulokim and killed the Nevi'e Habal. But Eliel said, Why you have one foot here, one foot there, straddling the fence? And therefore, Asher Pasach is not pass over, not to jump over, but Pasach really to hover over. HaKadosh Baruch Hu protected the Jewish homes and didn't let the destroyer come to the Jewish homes. So the Pasach says, Baruch is protecting the houses of the Jewish people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Shechina, is there with them. And later on it says, V'ra'as hadam ba'al v'ashkof v'ashtem zot u'pasach Hashem al ha'petach v'loyitena v'ashchit l'avol b'techem l'ngof. So what happened in Mitzrayim is not that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not only that HaKadosh Baruch Hu killed the firstborn. Maybe that was the mashchit. It was that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, was protecting the homes of the Jews so the mashchit wouldn't be able to kill the firstborn of the Jews. So what is Asher Pasach? And what is a Pesach Jewish it's reminiscent of what? It's reminiscent of the Gidoy Shechina that existed The Gidoy Shechina which on the one hand resulted in the destruction of the firstborn of the Egyptians but more importantly for us as Jews 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu was there with us. There was a religious experience, a very, very deep and profound religious experience of closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Leil HaSeder. That's the Koran Pesach. And therefore, since that's such a critical aspect of the Koran Pesach, Pesach Zu, Shayu Avosenu Ochlim Al Shuma, Al Shum Shapasach Abotei Avosenu Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hovered over our houses and protected us. Ani Hu Velo Acher, Ani Hu Malach, Ani Hu Velo Acher. It was HaKadosh Baruch Hu there that was together with us. That religious experience, that closest to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Am Yisrael experienced in, in Egypt, that's something that we celebrate every year. And that's the idea of the Korban Pesach. And therefore, Blessed Ben Azariah says, the Korban Pesach, we start eating at the beginning of the night, you eat it after Chatzels. Because that's the whole point of what the Korban Pesach is. While Rabbi Kiva says, no, you're right, Chatzos is the focal point. However, you can eat, you eat up till the morning because Leila Seder includes both aspects, both points from Chatzos all the way up to the morning when we were allowed to go free. So basically what we see is that there are two different focal points to Leila Seder. One is Chatzos, the Korban Pesach, Pasach HaBatea Vosein Mitzrayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is prote- protecting us, and the other is the freedom, the Yetziah Me'avnus L'Cherus, the Yetziah Mitzrayim, that happened Be'etzim HaYom Azeh, that happened in the morning, the Gula Ma'al that happened only in the morning. And the Gula Ma'al is symbolized by the Matzah, that they break in the morning, that they didn't have a chance, an opportunity to allow it to rise. We say, that in every generation and generation, we must view ourselves as if we, ourselves, left in Tzrayim. It seems pretty clear that the obligation would focus on these two different aspects. On the one hand, on Leila Seder, we have to feel that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there with us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is protecting us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a deep religious experience. We try to go back and, and put ourselves as if we were in Mitzrayim when HaKadosh Baruch Hu hovered over our, our, our homes, when all around us the, the Egyptians were destroyed. I think there's a very, very interesting minag that we have, which is reminiscent of, of that halacha. The minag is to open up the door and to say And we know one of the goyim asheloi da'ucha was Mitzrayim. Paro said, I don't know who Hashem is and I won't let, let B'nai Yisrael out. And Leila Seder at Chatzos, that was a Leil Shimurim when we were protected by God and Kadosh Baruch Hu, the Shekhinah protected us and our houses and our homes and our children. And therefore we open up the door. When we open up the door, we see the mezuzah, we see the doorpost. And we do this immediately after eating the afikoman and benching. We open up the door. We look outside. We see the doorposts and the mezuzot, you know, which in the time of Egypt had the blood. We're not afraid of what's on the outside because our Baruch is protecting us. 
Pour your wrath on on the those people who don't recognize you and who try to cause us suffering through the generations, who try to cause the Jewish people suffering through the generations. Now that aspect of having faith in God and God protecting us is expressed in that minog of Shvacha Mascha. And it's trying to relive and be reminiscent of what went on in Seder. There's a very, very strange uh, section in the Haggadah. His whole counting of numbers. How many makos were there? Were there? For every makah that you had in Mitzrayim, you have five, five al- alayam. In Mitzrayim it says etzbelokim. It's, it's one finger. Alayam it says yara chazaka. It's, it's times five. In Mitzrayim you had ten makot. In, 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 uh, in alayam you had fifty. And then it says no ever, bazam, etc., etc. In Mitzrayim you had forty. So forty times... You know, in Mitzrayim you had forty. So forty... 40 times 5, you have 200 in Alayam, or maybe you have 50 because you count it differently, so you have 250 Alayam. What's going on there? What, 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 are, we, what are we counting Makos? I mean, what does it mean? And I think it's clear that the reference to Etzbelokim and to Yad Hashem and to the different aspects of Evra, Vazam, you know, it's referring to the extent that HaKash Baruch Hu was there to the extent that Amiso was able to recognize Akarish Barucho. Did they recognize a finger of Akarish Barucho Kaviacho or the entire the entire hand? In Mitzrayim at the time of the Makos, even with the with the profound religious experience that they had, it paled in comparison to Kriyas Yamsuf. Because Kriyas Yamsuf was so explicit and so open. According to Chazal, they were able to point out here a Karish Baruch Hu is. They could see him, they could point out Kaviyacho. That was Kriyas Yamsuf. But in, in Lela Seder, in the Lel Shimurim, they were able to notice an Etzpel, okay, but that's great. That's very, very profound and very deep. But it wasn't as deep as Kriyas Yamsuf. The ability to to experience HaKadosh Baruch Hu on the level of Etzba is, is, is a much weaker level than that of Yad. And what the Chazal is telling us is trying to have us sensitive to the Shekhinah that that was Mescala, that revealed itself to Am Yisrael in Lela Seder. Because that's a primary aspect of Lela Seder. That's what Pesach, the Korban Pesach is, you know, it, it, that's what the Korban Pesach is, comes to symbolize. Pesach Shushayu of Hussein Rochlin. The, the, the Shechina that was, that was in Mitzrayim, under Lel Shimurim. And therefore it wasn't only an Etzba, but it had different aspects of Etzba. There was, there was an Evra, Zam, we don't know exactly what the differences are. But they were able to notice different aspects of Akarish Baruch Hu's anger as it was focused on the Mitzvah. And Alachas Kama when it came to Kriya Siyamsuf, which is not only an Etzba, but which is a Yad. So that entire section of Haggadah is coming to 
is coming to sensitize us to you know the, that that aspect of Lael Seder, which is Hashra Shechina. On the other hand, the other aspect of that that we were free, that we ourselves, we, we try to experience the Abdus, we try to feel that right now we're, we're becoming free. That aspect of Lael Seder is, is symbolized by the Matzah. And that took place not, in, not at Chatzos, that took place in the morning. So therefore you have these two different aspects. You have the aspect of Matzah, you have the aspect of Pesach, you have the religious experience that occurred in the middle of the night, and you have the redemption, the Geula Ma'ayisa, that occurred in the morning. We no longer have, we don't have a base of English. And we can reminisce about the Korban Pesach, but we can't bring the Korban Pesach. And we say, Pesach su shayu avoseinu ochlim al shema. Our fathers ate the Korban Pesach, but we can't eat the Korban Pesach. And as we have Lel Seder, although we're supposed to be sensitive to these two different aspects of the of Lel Seder, the aspect of the religious experience that of Vayibachatzia and the aspect of the Geula, the political Geula, simply going free, and you see some trying that one had in the morning, the Geula Ma'alis of the morning. Nowadays, that we no longer have a base on Mikdash, our ability to really experience the, the, the Shechina is, is affected negatively. We don't have a base on Mikdash. We don't have a place to be Ola, the Iraya, the the when we were Ola the Ragalim. And therefore that aspect is an impediment. We're we're prevented because we, we, we don't know really what Kibashina is. To the same extent that people understood it or experienced it at the time the base of Yeshua was Kayan. So the two aspects exist, but regarding the current Pesach, it's something that we try to do our best, but we pray that the Beit Samir should be rebuilt so that we ought to appreciate it more. And we say, Pesach zushayu avoseinu ochlin, hashem shepasach abatei avotein mitzrayim, that aspect that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was there with us, and that we've experienced the, the Shechina, that's something that we try we try to do, we try to imagine, we try to envision. But now that we don't have the base of Middash, it's it's difficult. On the other hand, Matzah we have even today. And we hold and we paskin that Matzah Bismanaza is Doraisa. The mitzvah of eating matzah, even though there's no base on Middash, nevertheless there's a mitzvah Doraisa to eat matzah. And uh, the, the the sense of freedom, the avdus lecherus, that occurred in the morning, that's something which is much much easier for us to experience, even bezman azed that there's no beis hamikdash. But nevertheless, we have to pray for a time that the beis hamikdash will be rebuilt. 
that the Shekhinah should once again be sure be Israel. And until that time, every little Seder, we experienced the Vahibah Chatzia called over the Achayav and Liros, it's Atzmo, both Vahibah Chatzia as a Leil Shimurim, when the Kaddish Baruch was Poseach Avotei Avoseim Mitzrayim, as well as in the morning, Vahibah Etzma Yom when we, of the time of the Gula Ma'alisa, when we went from Avdus Lecheros.